Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The man's won championships. The man has scored more points than anybody. But is LeBron James actually the GOAT? Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. We suspected this was going to happen yesterday, Stone. Had a feeling, and the best way to do it would be for LeBron in a tight game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, but to go for it, to grab the all-time scoring title, to pass Kareem and do it in a fourth quarter when it was meaningful. And that's what happened. That is what happened. LeBron James, uh, 38,390 points. He passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history and what is arguably the most hallowed record in NBA history now belongs to LeBron James. But boy, oh boy, has it brought out the doubters once again. And I knew there'd be a bit of it, but there's actually a lot of it today. LeBron James, you look at the stats, two championships with the Heat, a championship with the Cavs, a championship, well, a bubble title with the Lakers. Now he is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history, but we are twisting ourselves into pretzels to try and debate who the GOAT is. And I'm an MJ guy. I'm a Michael Jordan guy. I am all in, MJ, the GOAT, the man. But I also can accept that LeBron might be the greatest player of all time. But there are people so dug in, even after breaking the untouchable record, that I I don't know what to think anymore. I don't know where anybody stands anymore. Seems pretty cut and dry that you can make the case for LeBron being the greatest of all time. But it sounds like there are a lot more people than I thought that are completely unwilling to go to that place. And in fact, they're going to dig in and they're going to fight it. They're absolutely going to fight it. It's almost like the discussion we had a couple of weeks ago that turned into a legitimate debate. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? I thought it was pretty cut and dry. Pat Mahomes, that's the guy. Apparently not, though, because we got a lot of Burrow, 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 Burrow for a variety of reasons. Today, after LeBron James is just a couple of hours old, he has the new scoring record, there are many that aren't willing to say that LeBron James is the greatest player to ever play the sport. And that's wild to me. I'm just curious where you're at. Ken Levick alive on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speakers. Anna John Levine Action in Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the a bit overcast, but also pretty intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And look who we have here in the flesh for the first time in 2023. She is back from her sabbatical in Orlando. She is the Dominican queen, Jeanette Javier, back on her throne. Welcome back, queen. How are you? Hola. It's good. It feels good to be back. Nice to see you guys. Missed you both. I missed you. Missed you. Uh, Nice to not have you on a phone broadcasting from your bedroom, your childhood bedroom. Doing chores. Doing chores. It's really awkward, but glad to be back. I'm in a great in-between stage right now. Not officially out of Orlando. Uh Uh-huh. But trying to transition back into Palm Beach County life. It is a culture thing for me. Like, (laughs) I, you know, you stone beautiful Daddy Yankee music, but like. Thank you for helping me kind of get acclimated back to West Palm, (laughs) where I'm not going to gas stations Uh at 2 p.m. And it's just 
blasting, people hanging out in right. gas stations. Right. It's, but like everybody it's knows, the, the, the only way to reacclimate uh, a Dominican person is to play reggaeton. And so that's yes. exactly what we've done. And now uh, Jeanette is feeling more like home. She's she's back home now. Uh, so you come back on, on a day of history here. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. That's not MJ. It's no longer Kareem. It's not Larry. It's not Magic. It's LeBron. Now, let me first, uh, let us revisit the moment it happened last night, okay? So this is late. This is late in this one, a tight game uh, with Oklahoma City. Now, keep in mind, this is a 12 versus 13 in the West, right? The only reason we're watching this game is because LeBron is chasing the scoring record, okay? Mm -hmm. But let's listen to the TV call. This is TNT, right, Stone? TNT last night. This is the basket that passed Kareem. LeBron James with a fadeaway from the left elbow. Here's what it sounded like. The history on TNT. LeBron James, a shot at history. the incomparable Brian Anderson on the call on TNT. Well done by him. Good call by all accounts from a broadcast perspective. Jeanette feels like that checked all the boxes, including the layout at the end, to let the viewers let it seep in and let the crowd noise take over. Let the moment live. Exactly. That was well done by BA. BA rules. There's a reason he got the assignment for this game. Now, the game stopped at that moment. What's the score at that point, Stone? So he hit that shot at 9... Lakers 97, Thunder 104. So now it's 99 to 104. 104-97 is the proper way to say that. I'm just to you from LeBron's perspective. Correct. Yes, they were down five points. Okay. So um, did you say 104-97? Yes, he did. Because that's not five points. Well, when he made the bucket. Oh, God. He brought the Lakers within five. Yeah, it was then 104 to 99. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So at that point, the game stops. And they start to honor LeBron James. And he comes out for the curtain call, and he he acknowledges the crowd, and everybody's roaring for him, right? Oh. And then um, LeBron steps to midcourt and addresses the crowd. But also, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar steps onto the floor as well. I thought this was awesome. If you're, if you're a basketball fan, Jeanette, you love ball. Mm-hmm. You love ball, you always have. Stone loves ball. I love ball. I live in the sport, okay? To see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar come out and not have this petty uh, rivalry with LeBron. And Kareem's been critical of LeBron for things off the court before and how he has has handled himself at times uh, in certain situations. But as far as LeBron's game, Kareem's never been critical of that. And in fact, Kareem, who can be a very prickly person, has always supported, had LeBron's back from a basketball perspective And it felt good to have Kareem there to willingly pass the torch, a hallowed record to LeBron. I thought that was endlessly cool last night. Absolutely. There's no way that you're a sports fan and you don't feel something when you see Kareem come out there. And LeBron addressed the crowd and addressed what was happening. Let's hear it again. This is TNT. This is LeBron James in the aftermath of his record-breaking bucket last night. I want to say um, uh, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, are they really, though? To be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the, to the captain, please. That's cool. And so Kareem handed LeBron the ball and acknowledged him, and then LeBron acknowledged Kareem. It's just good stuff. Do we have the rest of the LeBron speech, including an edited component to the the final part? Do we have that as well? All right, I just wanna just wanna make sure. The last thing I want to do is have the FCC on my ass on the day Le- LeBron broke the all-time scoring record. Okay, but then here's what else LeBron had to say. To my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my. Man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, 
all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever, in a million years, uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So, man, thank you guys. <laughs> What a dismount there from LeBron. Let's just hear that isolated because I, I, I can't I can't tell you how often that's how shows end here. Once Jeanette Stone and I wrap up on a Wednesday or a Thursday and I'm just sitting here and I, I look up and I look at Stone and I look at Jeanette and I just say this. Man, thank you guys. That's just how we wrap up every Wednesday and Thursday here on Ken Levicka Live. It's such great content we put out That's together. Right. Hey. That's the only way you can, like, wrap it up. Exactly. I mean, it, it doesn't get any more eloquent than... Man, thank you guys. Perfect. It's perfect. It is perfect. So LeBron is the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. What an accomplishment. And even me as a Michael Jordan guy. I mean, he's my guy. Mm -hmm. Grew up with him, loved him. And I saw someone tweet... Um, if you're right around 40 years old, the fact that you saw MJ and LeBron in their primes, you're seeing Steph in his prime. Like, Jeanette, we are in the sweet spot of age when it comes to NBA greatness because we saw or we are seeing all of these people at the peak of their powers. And uh, Stone's generation's too young to appreciate MJ. So I'm liking the in-between where I knew there was greatness happening, but not to call you older than me, which you are, but you like understood the game yeah. and like you, you were aware put the of numbers. It. I was like, right, this guy's really good at basketball because that was all I was capable of understanding. Right. right, and so I feel I feel unbelievably fortunate. I have seen in their prime in the following: uh, Magic Johnson. I have seen Michael Jordan in his prime. I have seen Steph Curry in his prime. I have seen Dwayne Wade in his prime. LeBron James in his prime. And he's not in his prime any longer, but he's pretty damn close still for someone of his age who's played basketball for so long, right? It depends which, uh, how you look at uh, prime, right? He's averaging 30-plus points at yeah. 38 years the old. The problem is he's doing that, and he's doing it for a team that then in the <laughs> night where he breaks history loses to the Oklahoma City Thunder with not one recognizable name because that name hurt himself. Uh, in a, a summer league game trying to guard LeBron. Uh, and so the Oklahoma City Thunder are a bunch of no-names, and they lose at home. The Lakers lose to the Thunder 133-130 to in LeBron's record-breaking game. So, so it's tough for me to say that a guy, and LeBron can still fill it up. He can still fill it up, but the Lakers are absolutely terrible with him filling it up, which suggests to me that he's not in his prime any longer because in a former life for LeBron, he would have nobody around him. And he would drag his team to the finish line, right? That's what he did with the Cavs. It's what that that's is, exactly what he's done with the Cavs. <laughs> that is totally, especially first go around with the Cavs. Exactly. Um, uh, like and, if you want to be nice, you could put Kevin Love in there, but yeah, that's being generous. He had a Booby Gibson. He had a a whole a whole ass Booby Gibson that he was working with first time around. Um, uh, and as Adrenus Elgoskis, he was working with first time Say around. Say that again. As Elgoskis, uh, and then the second time around, he had a whole Kyrie, which was a little bit helpful for him. Uh, no matter how you feel about Kyrie, that helped LeBron, okay? Um, but it didn't take long to start trying to crap all over LeBron last night. Even me, even me, who has a love-hate relationship with the man, okay? Because, again, for me, I, out of what I know, what I grew up with, what I love... The Bulls with Michael Jordan. That's why I cannot come off of this MJ platform. And I know this because I'm constantly going back to, man, remember when MJ waved his finger at Dikembe Mutombo? Remember when MJ had the flu game? Remember when MJ had 55 at the Garden? Remember when MJ was told by Nick Anderson and those dastardly magic 45 ain't 23, so what did Mike do? He switched his number back to 23, and he beat the Magic. That's the stuff I live for, right? Thank you for I that I love moment. that MJ, the MJ who never lost in the finals, the MJ who won six championships, two three-peats in his career. That's the MJ that I'm here for. That said, even me, I can acknowledge there has never been a better all-around talent who could do more things on the floor, who is more versatile, who is more purely talented 
than LeBron James. There's just not. MJ could defend like hell, but it was largely at the perimeter. He couldn't go down in the post. He couldn't play all five positions. You know who can? LeBron. LeBron can play the four. He can play hell. He can play the one. You can put him anywhere, and he would thrive. He would succeed. Some of the best heat moments with LeBron is when he was playing the five. Like, think about that. He is the best all-around player in the history of the sport. It just depends on, and you hear me ask it all the time, Stone, how do you define a GOAT? How do you define a GOAT? Is it the moments that make you feel something? Is it the titles? Is it the rings? Is it the points? Everybody has their own definition. I'm fine with that. But then you hear, do we have Skip? Do we have Skip? The ultimate LeBron hater is Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. FS1, undisputed. And keep in mind, I am all MJ all the time. I love me some MJ, okay? Skip, he goes too far with this. Here's Skip Bayless. My eyes tell me that this is a laughable discussion that we're having, and, and it's shameful, and it's pathetic, and I'm offended by it once again, but I take nothing away from what LeBron just accomplished. That's all you try to do. No, I don't. I don't. I, I honored. I, I've been honoring with every word I've spoken what he achieved as a longevity, durability achievement. So, so but if we, if we switch gears now to GOAT, it ain't even close, to borrow one of your favorite expressions. And I don't even understand how you can begin to make a case. If we start with the fact that, that obviously LeBron has now played 338 more games than MJ did, so we can throw out all the number, all, all the stats, the career stats, yeah. they, they don't count anymore. Durability. Yeah. It's not LeBron's okay. fault that could draw Jordan. Jordan okay. couldn't stay healthy, okay. or he, play, well, he, 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 he got burned out. How that LeBron's He, he did fault? stay healthy through 98, and then he... He willingly, voluntarily took three years off to support his coach who got fired or pushed out the back door in Chicago. And he said, if he's out, I'm out. Took three years off, came back in Washington as a ceremonial player who also doubled as the general manager but, of but the I, Washington Wizards. I love Wizards. how you say was ceremonial, but let me ask you a question. Had he won a title, would yeah. it have been a ceremonial title? No, but, but he, Where is Shannon? He, he wasn't even in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't so distant. Oh, like yelling from the break room? That There's Michael a partition between yeah, them. Yeah, what is happening? And they, they didn't expect him to win a title. Tell me the situation LeBron James has entered, okay. and he wasn't expected to win a title. You expect him to win a title in year 20 right now. Okay, well, the shock of this season to me, watching what do my eyes tell me, I have never, ever seen a superstar playing at such a high level have so little impact on a one-loss record as LeBron is having on the Lakers' one loss right now because they're five games under 500. It's Jordan-esque in, in Washington. That's what's happening right now. So then Skip at the end of that then just undercuts his whole Michael Jordan in Washington. That's part of his legacy conversation. Like That, that to me, Jeanette, and you and I know Petty. That's just sort of being petty to be petty, right? 100%, but it's Skip Bayless. And ever since our way long ago conversation about DeMar Hamlin and his outrageous mm-hmm, takes, mm-hmm. I've realized Skip likes to say things just to say them. I, I, like, I wonder if he actually means it. Do you think, Stone, that Skip means that when he says it? Or is he just trying to take a contrarian opinion? Because I am trying my best as an MJ guy to give the proper flowers for LeBron. If someone said, hey, LeBron's the greatest of all time. I would fight it, but I'm not going to go that hard anymore because how can I argue with the fact that this dude's the all-time scoring record holder in the NBA? He has won titles with three different teams. No matter how you feel about that, that is some, there's something to be said for that. You may not like how he went about it, but he found a way to do it. You may not like the way he conducts himself or how arrogant he is or how he lies about different things he's read or seen uh, so that he can feel included and involved. I mean, he's the white lie champion uh, of, of the NBA. But, I mean, it, there's never been a player like him that can do the things he does. That counts for something. The GOAT discussion. When did, Le- when did MJ play the five? When was MJ able to play the four? When did that happen? Yeah, I mean, in the year 2023, I don't think we know the answer to whether Skip believes what he's talking about, whether he's being petty, whether he's bringing up actual facts. Like, we just don't know. So you have to take what he says in face value. But there was one thing in there that slipped out to me. He said that LeBron's played 382 more games than Michael Jordan. 
Now, to use that against LeBron is not okay because I think that's what goes yeah. into the LeBron argument. Yeah, Jeanette, I would say longevity, the ability to play, and especially to put up 38 on a rando Tuesday night uh, at LeBron's age, that probably is a check mark into, hey, that's pretty good, right? That's GOAT status. Like, that's, that's something exactly a GOAT would do. Exactly. Like Tom Brady. Yes, he played longer than everybody else, but doesn't that lend to compliment? instead of diminish in that conversation. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about uninterrupted greatness. Like, yeah. these guys have done it, and they have not fallen off up until the point where they're ready to hang it up. But then there's there's Stephen A. Smith. He doesn't stop it. Skip, let's go to the worldwide leader. Let's go to ESPN. Let's go to first take. Stephen A. Smith, LeBron, all-time scoring champion, not the greatest scorer. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The sky hook was obviously unstoppable, the most unstoppable move in the history of sport. We're not disrespecting him, but in terms of the one-trick pony, in terms of that, you know, he had an arsenal, but basically that primarily was it. We understand that for the vast majority of his career. We got that. We understand it. No dispute there with J.J. Reddick. But when you talk about LeBron doing it longer, let's not ignore the, the way the game has changed. It has sped up. The league has helped to some degree soften the game. I know guys like J.J. Reddick hate hearing that, but it's just the truth. When you consider the things that were allowed to be get, you know, that players were allowed to get away with in the 80s and in the 90s when Jordan was playing, the road to prosperity was far more arduous in a lot of people's eyes. I'm not saying it. I'm telling you what Hall of Famers have told me. You see, this is the thing, and listen to this statement, because I often say this, particularly when I give my speeches, and I'm just going to educate the world right now. I am brilliant because I know I'm not. I listen to those who are, and I learn from them. The brilliant Hall of Famers who have played this game have spent years educating me about the difference that exists in today's culture of NBA basketball compared to what it did during the days that Jordan was playing. There were rules, the Jordan rules. We've heard about them. It was with the bad boy Pistons, and others tried to invoke it. The Indiana Pacers tried to invoke it. The New York Knicks tried to invoke it. When you look at what Jordan went through, you can't even dispute it. And then you got to take into account, he played considerably less of years because of the toll that takes place or took place on your body when you were playing basketball back then. So that's not to take anything away from LeBron. But it is to take something away from LeBron. His durability, his longevity, his greatness, his conditioning, his commitment to excellence. LeBron James is on a Mount Rushmore of basketball, but especially in the category of scoring. I don't want to hear it. You are absolutely right, J.J. Redick. It is a silly question because it's Jordan all day, every day. Oh, God. So so I I see where Stephen A. is coming from. And, yes, the, the 80s and the early 90s were a lot rougher sport. Okay? And that's where I kind of agree with it. Okay. But but let me, let me again, as the old man in the room, mm-hmm. let me just short of, and I can't believe I'm doing this, Skip and Stephen A. Skip, I love it. St- Skip and Stephen A. have forced me into this conversation. How about the fact that at 6'9", 250, LeBron can handle? LeBron's jump shot became demonstrably better as his career went on to the point where he had unlimited distance. He can shoot off the catch. He can shoot off the dribble. He can penetrate. He can finish at the rim. He's a good free-throw shooter. All of those things factor more into him being the scoring champion than the state of the rules in the NBA. Because keep in mind, guess what was eliminated at the midway point of MJ's career with the Bulls? The hand check. The hand check was gotten rid of, okay? Guess what you couldn't play or it was an illegal defense when Michael Jordan was in his prime? Zone, okay? Now you can play zone in the NBA. It's not an illegal defense anymore. You're just not, uh, you're, you're, you're not hamstrung to man-to-man. LeBron's been facing zones for the last six, five, six years of his career, okay? And he's found ways around that. So, yes, the game was rougher. More was allowed. That said, LeBron's size, LeBron's ability, his unique versatility, that is why he is the best scorer of all time, okay? Like, that's where I would counter with that. It's not MJ all day, every day, or else MJ would be the all-time scoring leader. And the longevity is part of the conversation, Longevity, yes, but the way the game is played, no. The big guy in his center 
barely exist anymore. That's true. So That's defensively, true. the NBA was way different. Not It was very different than the NBA that is today. I would argue, though, because the big man doesn't exist in basketball anymore, the game is faster, the game is more agile, and the game requires you to have a, a an athletic skill set that the game 15 years ago did not require. Shaq, all-time great player. Guess what would happen? LeBron going to Shaq over and over and over again. Hey, Shaq, there's your sixth fall. See you later. I like the big guy in the center. I mean, uh, me too. Me too. But it's just not the sport anymore. And and uh, I know Stone loves eras. Shaq would have his ass on the bench after six fouls trying to defend LeBron. Uh, the, the argument is he legitimately would. And nowadays when we talk about small ball lineups, let's look at Golden State in their prime with those guys. Like a team full of Shaqs like, could not just keep up. Like They would get worn all the way down trying to keep up. With guys that are jumping out of the gym, that guys with that are six foot three, six foot four, and running coast to coast, right. like it's just a different level. And, and dare I say that as somebody who wasn't able to experience it in the eighties and nineties, but there are guys athletically gifted like we've never seen before, for sure. But that would open up the argument with Stephen A. That of course there's going to be more opportunity for LeBron to get points because you don't have a Shaq in the middle. I, so that is why. But again, I think I he get would, it. He would just live at the free throw line. He would just live at the free throw line. Then. I mean, you would love to go after Shaq, right? You, LeBron James. I'm sure if he could blast. go back in time right now and put him on the court, he would love to go after Shaq. Would love to drive the ball right through his chest and, like Ken said, just line up at the free throw but, line but, and knock them all down. Listen, is Steph a better shooter? Absolutely, he's the best shooter in the history of the, of the sport. There, there, there is no counter to that. But it is such a a wide ranging argument. Who's the best scorer? MJ could score in a variety of ways. He could get to the rim. He would shoot from three occasionally. He developed that fadeaway late in his career. But LeBron's had the greatest scoring arsenal of anybody who's played the game. That's inarguable. So how can you say MJ is demonstrably? And and this is my problem. It's not that you think MJ's a better scorer if you're Stephen A. Smith. It's that you pound your fist on the table and declare that MJ's the greatest scorer. Nobody's had a better arsenal. Offensive arsenal in the history of the sport than LeBron James. Nobody. Not Kareem, not Steph, not MJ. Nobody. Yes, but there's the gray area that we just discussed. It's easier for him to get points in today's NBA game than it was in the 80s and 90s. But again, it's also because in any era, 6'9", 250, who can can, can trudge down the court at full speed and and, uh, throw down uh, uh, earth-ending dunks, like that would have translated to any era. Like, could you could you imagine John Havlicek trying to take a charge on that? Uh-uh. But it's it was a different game. I'm sorry. I'm that's but that's why it's the gray area. I'm not taking away from LeBron's ability. I'm just saying the floor was more open for him to rack up these points. Yeah, but there were things that defenses are able to do now that, like Ken said, weren't even able to do. Like when you talk about defending Steph Curry, like you can run him off the three point line. You're allowed to throw doubles at him and hold him to twenty five a night. If you want to run LeBron off the three-point line or off the perimeter, he'll just bob down to the five and then take on your best center. And then that's where he'll find his man. And if you throw any doubles at him, that's when he's one of the best passes in the game. He's able to kick it out. So defense has evolved, but LeBron's able to bust any defense they throw at him because of his arsenal and what he has in his bag. And that's why I'm not trying to take away from his talent at all. I'm just saying if there's any gray area that Stephen A was hitting, it's that. The game is different from strategy and the way one could get all these points than what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar experienced. I think And what, having that hook shot. Like, of sure. course. Yeah, and, and and that, I mean, that's one of the single greatest um, uh, offensive weapons of all time is the skyhook from Kareem, no doubt about it. Yes, but, and again, if you want to compare the two, which I don't want to go down this road, but how did LeBron James get most of his points? Probably out of the line on the three-pointer. No, I mean, it's been a plethora of ways. No way. I mean, I there's mean, no shot. He's done it a trillion yeah, different ways. I would argue he's probably gotten more points off penetration. I mean, guaranteed. I mean, uh, we know Wilt Chamberlain, if we're talking all-time goats, he penetrated a lot. Um, uh, but, uh, but sorry, that was a cheap joke. That was awesome. That was a cheap, cheap joke. Okay, I was like, are we going this route yeah, already? Yeah, I've no, been I here know. for only I, 30 minutes. I don't know why I decided I, I had rolled the red carpet out for that one. Um, but, but... I just, and I don't want to turn this, this is not, this is not an MJ versus LeBron discussion. What this is, is I'm curious because the detractors have come out 
to cast doubt upon LeBron hours after one of the greatest achievements in NBA history. I simply want to know who do you consider to be better than LeBron James? Like, that's the simple question from a basketball standpoint. And we've seen it with Tom Brady. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. I'm ready to go. We've seen that with Tom Brady, this immediate leap to, yeah, he was he was great, but this person's better for this reason, or this person's better for this reason. LeBron James, who who is... The afternoon after he breaks the all-time scoring record in the NBA, who is better than LeBron James? You don't even have to say GOAT. I'm so sick of that term. GOAT, GOAT, GOAT. I don't care. But who who do you, who do you believe to be better than LeBron James? Or do you believe LeBron James to be the best? Do you believe that LeBron is the best player ever? And if not, who is better than LeBron? And I'm not looking to have this knockdown, dragout argument, but I'm more curious. It's more a social experiment. Who do you put above LeBron? I am an MJ lover for all time. But again, who am I to smack down this LeBron's the greatest of all time narrative when there's never been anybody like LeBron James? There's not. Who is the best? Is LeBron the best? If not, who is better than LeBron? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. The day after he sets the scoring record, do you believe LeBron James to be the best player? And if not, who is? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweeted us at KLV1063. I'm sick of the term GOAT, but I am going to apply it to Baptist Health Orthopedic Care because they, if you're hurty, have you taken care of. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. LeBron James, is he the best? I mean, I think I just made the argument for it. While I may love MJ, I think I probably just, I I attempted to make the argument for it in a multitude of ways. But it's fine if you don't think LeBron's the best. But then who is? And give me the rationale. I'm, I'm truly curious because, again, LeBron sets the record, and here we are trying to poke holes into it because, well, that's what we do in sports talk. That's what we do. And life. And and life, right. We're a petty society, yeah. and this was bound to happen. For, for sure, and I just want to clear up my take. I'm not taking away from his greatness. I'm sure. not taking away no. from his living I mean, ability. You, you can't. No, but I will say there is a little bit of shadiness over it when you compare all-time point score him versus Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. Okay, if, if that's there's, fair. If there's shadiness, it just means the lens, the glasses that you, you see this through are a little foggy. So clear them up. I'm going to work Ooh. on it. Mm. Solid. Uh, but what I felt I, the burn. So what what I would say, what I would say, what I would say, though, um, uh, to support that with Jeanette is that when you have a true five man who's the all time leading scorer, <laughs> like that is, that's really elite. That is really, truly, unbelievably elite. Who is LeBron the best? And if not, who is? What's your rationale behind it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Part of this, too, this anti-LeBron, I think, has to do with the heat. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe some people still don't like the big three. And, in fact, I think a lot of people still don't like the big three. And we'll talk about that as well when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Westbrook to James at the elbow. James turns. The crowd wants it. James free throw line. James fade. Jumper. Good! NBA history in Los Angeles. LeBron James. 
Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Mark Kestershire, ESPN Radio. LeBron James, the all-time scoring leader in NBA history. But the, the, the doubters, the petties are out because we can't just let LeBron have his moment. We've got to say, oh, he's Stephen A. He's, he's not the greatest scorer. He's not, even though he's had the, the the greatest arsenal of scoring of any player in the history of the sport. Um, ah, the era, the era, the era was conducive to scoring. Even though that's actually, he can poke holes in that. I'll poke holes in that. MJ didn't see his own. Kareem didn't see his own. I, okay, I, I just, I this this rush to to diminish LeBron, but we saw it with Tom Brady as well. We saw it with Brady as well. And I guess what you determine to be best, what you determine to be the GOAT, what makes someone the GOAT, everybody has a different definition. So all I'm asking is if LeBron is the best to you, and if not, who is? And who do you put in that spot? And how do you define that? How do you back that up? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. Let's just go through it. Four-time champion, four-time finals MVP for LeBron, four-time MVP, 19-time All-Star. He is a three-time All-Star MVP. He won Rookie of the Year, 18 times All-NBA, six-time All-Defensive number one, all-time leading score, number four all-time assist leader. And that's a number that he might break at some point, too. He might be the all-time scoring leader and the all-time assist leader. And I just get the sense that a lot of the, uh, no, no, LeBron ain't it. LeBron ain't it. He's not the GOAT. Uh, he's so great. He's so great. Uh, I don't mean to diminish his greatness, but he's not the greatest. I don't mean to diminish his greatness, but he's not the greatest. Comes from the fact that the heat happened. That the big three happened. Ooh. That there are still ancillary effects that come from taking my talents to South Beach. And that whole that, that, that whole circus that took place in Akron. And yes, it was a bad look. Mm-hmm. And yes, it left a lot to be desired. And it was a PR nightmare. But again, it was LeBron playing the modern NBA game of free agency. The free agency we all know and love now that some would argue is more entertaining than the actual NBA season. The free agency you know and love. It was LeBron, the one who was the most notable to get in it and find a path to salvation and route to the greatest four-year span of his career, complete with two championships. His college, as he put it, people still don't like the fact that he formed or was part of the big three. And that I think Jeanette is where a lot of the pushback still comes from to uh, try and cut the knees out from underneath LeBron James. Yeah, they can get a grip. They can get a grip. They can get over themselves and their stupid opinions. It happened. The championships were brought, and it's part of his legacy. Done. It's a group of people that are against the super team era. I don't think it's a very big group no, of I people. No, I think it's a gigantic group of people, to be quite honest. I think it's a massive group of people. I think it's a majority group of people that are against a super team. Ugh, I mean, it's hard. Why do you think people are reveling in the, in the fact that the Nets have collapsed? <laughs> so I am one of those people in full transparency that I'm against super teams. Absolutely. But but her football team became the closest <laughs> thing to a, 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 a super team. I will fight team. you on that when we get to Tom Brady. Let's go. But when it comes to LeBron James' legacy... Do not use it against him because he still got those points. Mm-hmm. And again, you can be anti-super team, but be pro LeBron James is still the GOAT. Yeah, I mean, now that's where the number gets really small of people who would believe in those. Then I, I appreciate it being honest, right? Being in the middle and having respect for both sides. But there's a people that uh, a percentage of people who don't like super teams and it does. I don't. It's a cheat. Play I'm one of them. those people. He cheated for a championship. Oh, I'm happy Miami. Oh, I'm happy you guys. I'm happy the fans did that. I was an intern at the station during the time. I had the opportunity to go into the locker room, and it was it was awesome. But did I think he cheated for the championships? Absolutely. I'm one of those people. He cheated for the championships. I said Mike. it. Coming from the... Wow. Oh, well, uh, mm. well, well, uh, I mm. mean, I do know that Tommy and Gronk weren't on the uh, the Bucks before uh, no, but they that were on the Bucks. No, but that 
was already set there, and that defense. He oh, Tommy so he took wanted the easy that. way out. He took the easy Tommy way out. Tommy wanted that. He took the easy speaking way. Of, he, we already had the weapons. Tommy was just the missing piece. Speaking he of, he didn't taking, bring the team. Speaking of taking things out, PSI's out of football. Was oh, another oh, thing that's too. True, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I remember when that story leaked. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, sorry to deflate the conversation. Oh uh, wow. He was innocent. Did you guys read the documents? <laughs> he was actually not innocent. And LeBron definitely didn't cheat. I mean, if we're throwing out these wild accusations, like we can do it. That's fine. Um, but well, yes, he did. <laughs> but if LeBron is LeBron the best to you? Is LeBron the best? Is he the best? And if not, who is? And what's your rationale behind it? I am truly, truly, in every sense of the word, just curious. I am open-minded. I'm trying to be as open-minded as possible. It's it, it, it goes against everything I know about sports talk radio to try and be accepting of someone else's viewpoint and not turn this into a massive knockdown dragout fight. I'm trying to be open-minded about this. But when you have Skip... And Stephen A. immediately trying to poke holes in the LeBron legacy Chinese spy balloon and bring it down. Um, I, 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 I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying to get a feel for what on LeBron's resume keeps you from being the best. Is it the fact that he went to all the different teams? Is it the fact that maybe it appears as if he was ring chasing and you don't respect that? That's fine. But I'm curious what it is. Does he not have enough rings? Has he lost too many times in the finals? Is it that he got locked up by J.J. Barea in 2011? What is it that keeps you from uh, from from uh, fully throwing yourself into the LeBron is the best proclamation? Is LeBron the best? If not, who is 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, on Twitter, at KLV1063, that's 888-760-3776. That said, is it just pure pettiness? Is it Stephen A. liking what he knew, which is 90s NBA, right? I liked 90s NBA, Jeanette loved 90s and in, in, in 2000s NBA. I still, I still. She'll go down the YouTube wormhole. 100%. She likes the, she likes the seven foot five man, as lumbering as he may be. It mm-hmm. makes her feel better that that big, bulky man mm-hmm. is protecting the basket. It just, that's what you know basketball to be. That's your preferred style of basketball. Absolutely. I think some people get into the sense of security or, hey, this is what I was brought up on. This is what I like more. And this is what I'm going to ride with. Instead of being able to bring their mind into this is how the game evolved. This is the person who maximized it at this evolution of the game. Oh, you mean logic? Uh, Logic, (laughs) open-mindedness, yes. And and there's a difference between open-mindedness and free thinking. Okay, Kyrie. There's a difference. Aaron Rodgers. Open-mindedness. Aaron Rodgers. Wow, and we're going to get to him. Well, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to Aaron Rodgers' upcoming darkness treatment. Has he grown so much since I've been gone that he just threw Aaron Rodgers in a negative light? Oh well, Aaron Rodgers has darkness treatment. Uh, Speaking of light, light. yeah, he has he has darkness treatment coming in. This is not Rachel Dolezal. This is not Rachel Dolezal type of darkness treatment. This is actually like the light um, of uh, of LeBron James or of uh, of Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) But but um, we saw it with Brady. We saw it with Brady. There is this petty. This petty desire to, oh, that person's gone. That person's gone. Now we can take a crap on him. Hey, come over here. Pull down your pants and crap on this person. Hey, uh, crap on that person. And it happened with Brady. I mean, listen to Mike Francesa. Tom Brady, the day he retires, Mike Francesa is on first take. Legendary sports talk radio broadcaster is on first take. And he immediately took the bat, uh, Nancy Kerrigan style, to the knees of of Tom Brady. He's the most competitive person anybody's ever met, and he worked harder than anybody ever to be this good. He made himself this good. He didn't he didn't start out that way. He was drafted late. He had a terrible body. It took him time to do it. Now, I'm going to throw a little, you know, oil on the uh, ceremony. Okay. He's not the best regular season quarterback I've ever seen. Peyton Manning was. 
He's not the best Super Bowl quarterback who ever lived. Joe Montana is. What he is, though, is the guy who played the longest. There it is. And he won the most games. There it is. He won the most Super Bowls. Huh, so he will be remembered because nobody's going to play 23 years. Ah. And nobody's probably ever going to have a chance to win that many Super Bowls. It's almost impossible mm. to do. He was in the right place with the right coach. Mm. And he was that competitive. But so, let me say this. In the Super Bowl, just take the Super Bowl performances, nobody ever has competed on the level Joe Montana competed on. Not even close. And in the regular season, I watch every game in the regular season. The best down-to-down, Sunday-to-Sunday quarterback I've ever seen regular season was Peyton Manning. So what I'm saying, did, did, did that, did that, Jeanette, the, the, the Mike Francesa on Tom Brady, I'm just wondering, did that, did that sound familiar to Skip? On LeBron James. Did that sound familiar to Steve A on LeBron? I feel like Skip just rewatched Francesca. <laughs> Francesca. And, yeah. yeah. And was like, how can I change this? Put a couple words, change it up. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about LeBron. Mm-hmm. But again, why is Tom Brady going to retire if he can continue winning Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. If he can continue going to playoffs? If why, What's the point? Peyton Manning... Terribly injured, unfortunately. How many uh, back surgeries did he have? Oh, yeah, neck surgeries. Neck he had surgeries. Some, Even he worse. Had two of them. Of course he needs to retire. Tom Brady found a way to stay healthy. Yeah. So that that's the point. Longevity shouldn't be counted against. No, it's stupid. Somebody. Like, congratulations, Tom Brady. I, again, can you point to... To, to instances where LeBron fell short? I mean, the 2011 finals were an abomination. The fact that J.J. Barea shut down LeBron, he was not ready for the moment. That's a bad moment in LeBron's career, okay? But also, MJ had a bad moment getting beat up by the Pistons in his career. Did he come back? Did he sweep them in the Eastern Conference Finals? Absolutely. Did his, his, his championship legacy take, on, uh, take off from there? For sure. LeBron, what did he do after the Mavs debacle? He won back-to-back titles. Mm-hmm. But again, he face-planted against the Spurs in the Finals in that extremely lopsided five-game series, and so... I, I, I get it. I get it. I get, there are there are certain things to look at where the trajectory of LeBron's career didn't go the same way as MJ's career. Okay, he's not going to unless something shocking happens catch MJ in championships one. That's not going to happen because we we have a feeling that LeBron is not going to be a Laker much longer. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's the the open criticism of not getting Kyrie. Um, it the not so subtle, probably more appropriate to put it. It's last night. Let's listen to this on TNT. He's talking about what's next for him. He's talking with Shaq about what's next, and he had a, a bit of a slip. A bit of a slip. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and listen closely. You'll know it when you see it. I'll help or when you hear it. I'll 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 help you. You catch it here. But here's LeBron on what's next now. Uh, it hasn't quite soaked in just yet. LeBron Shaq here. Uh, first of all, congratulations. I can remember coming to see you play when you were in high school, 18 yeah. years old. And, you, you know, I, I know what type of person you are. I know what type of player you are. But are you saying to yourself, now that I have the record, I know I can play at least two or three more years. I'm going oh, to try to push sure. this record so oh, far yeah, yeah. in that yeah, nobody's yeah, going to uh, break it. Uh, Is that I mean, your for mindset sure. now? No, no, big fella, for sure. I know I can play a couple more years. You know, um, you know the way I'm feeling, the way my body's been uh, reacting to me throughout this course of the season. You know, I know I can play a couple more years. It's just, it's all about my mind. You know, if my mind is still into it, if I'm still motivated to go out and try to compete for championships, because I feel like that's what I can still uh, do for it. for any group of guys, for any franchise. I can go out there Whoop, and still right help win multiple. I feel like guys. that's what I can still uh, do for it. for any group of guys, for any franchise. I can go out there and still help win multiple championships or win a championship so oh man for any group of guys for any franchise that man is under contract with the la lakers it sounded I mean, how bold is that it sounded like he was selling himself yes it absolutely he was did. he was his own agent there yeah, he he was absolutely acting as his own agent Jeanette. that is perfectly put that man had just broken the all-time scoring record and this is where i do appreciate lebron because i do think he puts the importance on basketball, which is important to him, mm-hmm. right in line with the importance on business and his brand and himself. And, I mean, he's already selling himself to, hey, who's next? Who's going to come get me? Who wants this? Who wants Bronny? Who wants to be a part of the LeBron experience? Who wants to uh, to have me selling tickets for you? Who wants it? That was bold as bleep. 
That's bolder than him sitting down with Mike Wilbon on ESPN uh, openly saying, yeah, I'm pretty disappointed that we didn't get Kyrie. He is so done with the Lakers. He is so done with the Lakers. I thought that was unbelievable last night. Okay, so I had a, a sort of different take on it watching it because if you watched after that game ended, how quickly a headset was thrown on him and the camera was thrown on him, he had maybe two minutes. And through the first 30, 45 seconds of him being questioned in an interview, interview by Lefko, Candace Parker, it was Jamal Crawford, and obviously Shaq, he's stumbling over his words. Like, he's not even ready to speak. I, I want to say it was a Feridian slip. Oh, here we go. The guy who Come Stone, on! The guy who Stone just credited for his longevity in the league, and he's been there, done that. The guy who Stone, has been in ridiculous. the league that long absolutely knows how to navigate through Shaq and Chuck and Candace Parker. Stop it. This, Stop it. He said it twice. This, okay? Stop. This Stop. is a gigantic moment that even he wasn't prepared for in the moment. You could see it on his face. Oh, he cried it. when it happened. Like, he was flustered. So when he let that slip, I, I, I was Dude. like, okay, hold on. Did, did he do that on purpose? Did he not? Did it slip? Is he going to regret this? I think so. It's the, on his mind, yeah. though. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he Right, did, so it was a Floridian slip. And he doubled no, down not. on yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a Freudian slip. What You called it a Floridian slip? No, a Floridian. Yeah, first time he did. I'm pretty sure it no, was No, I did not. Yes, did. There's no L in there. It was a Floridian slip, it's I said. It's not Floridian, Roll though. it back during the break. But it's <laughs> Freudian. It's not even Floridian, so you're still wrong. Um, but, but... Uh, Jeanette, that's patently ridiculous because no, 72 hours prior, he sat down with Mike Wilbon and expressed his overt frustration and, and he, disappointment that Kyrie Irving wasn't going to be a Laker. And also with Michael Wilbon, he sat down and said how appreciative he is to be a Laker and how much he loves this team and how much Good. he thinks he can win a championship with this team. So he went on that more harder than he did on Kyrie and then okay. winning a championship so for probably a franchise. Probably because he needed to eat his words too for that reason. Right. Like I just crapped on this yeah. team because we didn't get Kyrie. Oh! Never mind. Lakers are great. I love yeah. them. Well, but then, this for me. But then, uh, hey, any franchise that wants me, any franchise that wants me, any franchise, you don't I can say work that if you're on any team. Yeah. If you're happily employed, that doesn't come out. That is not a good look. No. Like for me, if I was, if I, if I came on here and I was like, oh man, I really appreciate ESPN West Palm and hey, WQAM, if you want to come get me, um, uh, then, then that would be awesome down the road. Like th th you wouldn't think that I'm happily employed in ESPN any West Palm. relationship level. Like, Hey, imagine, Hey Jessica, this is great too. But you know, if, <laughs> if everybody wants to take me out Friday night when I'm completely free, please take me out. Now, <laughs> now things are different <laughs> for any girl that might want to date me down the road. Right now, I would be able to say that if I had just had intercourse with with Kim Kardashian, right? Or if Ken had done something huge in his radio career to come in and say, hey, QAM, you know, but no, we're just a bunch of Joes who are coming in here and trying to have, this guy just broke the all-time scoring record and now he's thrown in front of millions upon millions of yeah, people and he's that one slip. Before. LeBron, no, yeah. LeBron's never had any microphones or cameras in front of him. The moment was too big for him. Yeah, I just, I've he never just had, showed up on a basketball court right. and did a couple things and whoa, with right. his headphones. And I've never had intercourse with Kim Kardashian. Can like we, we just don't know how that feels in the moment. Can we focus on the fact too that Stone on air is, is uncomfortable saying the word sex so he had to it's say intercourse, intercourse not once but twice? Twice. <laughs> Intercourse. That was the most white thing. Hey, did, did I ever have intercourse with Kim Kardashian? I don't think so. I didn't have intercourse with I her. I think we did adult things. <laughs> did, did, did I go to bed? Did I go to bed and have intercourse with her? That is Jeanette. to pound those guys. <laughs> that is Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.